0: podcasting podcasting the mymac.com podcast recorded live at the mymac.com studios it's your host tim robertson and chad perry it's thursday march 3rd it's
1: the mymac.com podcast i'm your host chad perry and i'm your other host tim robertson and uh... we're going to kick off the show today with a uh, sending out of condolences to the family and friends of uh, Mac great Jeff Raskin, is most of you probably know by now, uh, Mr. Raskin died over the past weekend, and uh, it's a pretty sad thing for the Mac community, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. You know, he he was considered uh, by most the father of the Macintosh computer because he started the Macintosh product, or project, at Apple and actually named the project, mm-hmm. and uh, he named it after his favorite Apples, which was the Macintosh, Macintosh. yeah. Um, I guess that's a good thing. My wife wasn't working at Apple at the time. Otherwise, it would have been we'd been using the Golden Delicious computers, <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> or my wife. She would, then we would be using the Fuji computer. The so. Fuji. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well. Um, but in all seriousness, though, uh, Mr. Raskin was born March 9th, nineteen forty-three, and he died on February twenty-six, two thousand five. He was Apple employee number thirty-one, and he was hired in January of nineteen seventy-eight. Um, we we actually conducted an interview with him. I don't know if you read that, Chad. Uh, I hadn't had a chance to follow the link yet. Why don't you give us a brief synopsis? Well, um, no, I'd rather not. I will okay. just say that we have a story posted online right now. Anybody can go to MyMac.com and uh, scroll down the main page a little bit. You'll see it on the left-hand side. And uh, we do have a link to our MyMac interview by Jeff Raskin. Uh, the, the The interview is actually... Accredited to Russ Wolkowicz, but it was actually mm-hmm. Russ and myself who who did the interview, and it was from September fifth of nineteen ninety nine. Hard to mm-hmm. believe that it's been yeah. that long—six years since since we did that uh, interview. And, and in all honesty, he was a little bit more bitter at that time than I really would have expected. Um, I think he had a lot of hard feelings about Apple. He was always very. He he didn't have a lot of nice things to say about the current Macintosh operating system, mm-hmm. um, even back then in '99, before OS X was released or right. even demonstrated to anybody. Um, and and I I really feel like he never felt that he got the credit he deserved for starting the Macintosh product. Right. But regardless, it's a it's a big loss, and uh, our our condolences to his family and friends. Absolutely. As we record this, obviously it hasn't been posted online yet, (laughs) but once it is, we're going to have this new graphic up there that denotes that this is a podcast, and uh, I just want to send a personal thanks from both Chad and myself to Todd Long of MyMac.com blog fame. He he writes some great blogs. I don't think he gives himself enough credit or realizes how good of a writer he really Mm -hmm. is. He's fantastic. Or even
0: a graphics designer. He did a fantastic mm -hmm. job on the the, uh, Comcast. Or...
1: On a... Comcast? (laughs) No. He works for Comcast? On the podcast logo. On the the podcast logo, (laughs) that's right. Um, It's a cool-looking iPod with a transmitter tower, and uh, you probably saw it on our main page. If you're uh, actually going to our page to subscribe to this, uh, obviously if you're pulling it down with iPod or X or or a newsreader via Mm -hmm. RSS feed, you didn't see it. Right. So if you did get it that way, make sure you go to our site, com and take a look at that graphics. It's really cool. Um, and Todd Long created that for me. That was fantastic of yeah. him. You should see the full version. I think I'll post that. Yeah? Yeah. Um, let's talk about the uh, interview that we had scheduled for this week with Ken Rudigers from GameOver.org. Yeah. Um, he was on a business trip last week, so we couldn't do it last week. Right. And I find, and I sent him an email at the beginning of this week on Monday, and on Wednesday, when we're actually recording this Wednesday night, you'll hear this Thursday probably, but on Wednesday he finally got a hold of me. He's been really busy. Mm-hmm. The interview's still on. Excellent. Uh, he said anytime this week or next, just mm-hmm. let him know. He'll make himself available. I'm really looking forward to this interview, and I think uh, you as a listening audience are, are going to enjoy it. If it's a really long interview, we're just going to get some of the very best bits of it to put in this podcast, and then we're going to post the entire interview in its entirety um, separately. So you can listen to the condensed version, and if you'd really dig it, you're going to be able to go to our website and listen to the whole thing. And I think he's going to have some great things to
0: say about uh, not only how they use the technology with Macintosh, but also about what his organization does, which I think I'm a little more excited to find out about than actually the technology end of it. Yeah,
1: it's a really cool thing. (laughs) Um, starting next week, it was actually supposed to start this week, this is going to be a new feature on the MyMac.com MyMac. po- yeah. <laughs> My podcast. Yeah. <laughs> podcasting. Podcasting. <laughs> so, what is this feature? It's going to be called the Mac, I think I think this is how it's going to be called, the Mac Not News. I think your pen, dude, is like leaking crap. Look at this. What is all this stuff on me? Take this pen away from me. It's like leaking. Okay. It's not ink. I think it's coffee grains or something. Oh, it could be. Chad and his coffee. So this new, uh, this new feature is—we're already six minutes into it. We haven't even got to the big stories or anything yet. Um, is going to be called the fake Mac news. And basically, mm. what this is—it's an idea that uh, Chris Siebold and I came up with, chatting one night online, as we are wont to do. <laughs> And it's basically, <laughs> he's going to have a one minute or so little segment in, during the podcast where he's going to read the biggest not-Mac news stories that are completely fake and made up. So you guys are going to have to turn in, uh, tune in for that next week. And uh, I can say I heard a dry run. Yeah. And it's fantastic. It's I don't want to give too much away. It's going to be fabulous excellent and speaking of Chris Sebold make sure you go to our site uh we have a link towards the top of the page for ebooks and uh pick up his new ebook iMovie on the cheap it's only five bucks uh it's well worth the money and uh you probably don't know this Chris is actually homeless and everything he does he goes to a public library and writes and records all this stuff it's really quite a sad story and um I, I know five bucks isn't a lot for you it's a huge amount of money for him it keeps him in his heroin addiction and if you ever read his blogs you know that that hello
0: kitty and that little knife is the only only earthly possessions he actually has that's it
1: and and it's real sad he has to have other people take these pictures for him to post. It's quite sad so the five bucks it's gonna go a long way for him absolutely that could feed Chris for a week at least mm-hmm or you know at least a couple smacks of heroin yeah one of the two. But, you know, and if, and if you're a heroin addict, as strongly as he is, then you really don't need to eat all that much. I mean, the guy only weighs about 85 pounds tops, as it is. Yeah. So, you know. Anyways, we love you, Chris. <laughs> and thanks for participating in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not yet. When you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not thanking you until you do. Screw him. <laughs> uh, um, today is going to be the first official podcast with a sponsor. And uh, we'll get to that in a minute, though. And And you'll even
0: hear a commercial from them.
1: Well, you're going to hear a commercial from them real quick here. Excellent. Uh, And probably starting next week, our second sponsor is going to be jumping into the fray. That will be cool. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Our official sponsor for this episode is Small Dog Electronics. So, hey, you guys have seen Small Dog's ads all over the Mac web. You guys know that it's the place to go if you guys need to buy some mac gear it's, it's and i don't say that just because they're a sponsor i actually buy my stuff there and i do too and, and they've been a sponsor of my mac.com for mm. geez i think almost eight years now and that's a long time that is and uh and they
0: give great service too i've always had good service from them even when i've had problems with equipment i've purchased from them i've never had
1: a problem uh they take care of it oh yeah absolutely yep. they stand behind their stuff speaking of uh, apple retailers there's a new website it's not a new website but it's really starting to make the rounds uh, you want to go over this? Yeah, it's called
0: www.tellonapple.com. Uh, basically, this was started because uh, Apple retailers are trying to get together a class action suit to actually sue the company. And what they're alleging is, is that Apple is supplying Apple resellers' product, well, not in the sign, they're not supplying product in the same time for them to give the actual Apple stores.
1: Yeah, so in other words, the Apple stores are getting product. Weeks or months in advance, right? Which is unfair competitive advantage, right? And that's that you know
0: that's something you can discuss. I mean, part of it is you can say Apple's well, we want to deal with our boutiques, but I think to me, in the long term, if Apple's really going to be successful as a company and they really want the market share, I think they need to they need to pretty much broadly get out there, at least to the to the resellers who've been there for them all these years.
1: Yeah, and I'm not saying that there's any merit or that there's no merit to this case i don't know Mm -hmm. honestly uh and i'm not going to to speculate really one way or another whether apple's doing something wrong or these are just some failed businesses right um i have my personal belief but i'm not going to air that right now because i don't know all the facts right i know that they are also alleging that apple is using um information they're gleaning from these companies to contact the apple reseller customers and undercutting and you know, trying so to steal those actually, customers. Oh wow! And, and that's just not cool. No. Uh, and, it, and it, honestly, it was the Apple resellers that kept kept Apple alive for years and years. Mm-hmm. There was no such thing as an Apple store just five years ago. No. Nope. Even four years ago. No. Nope. So if you wanted to buy an Apple machine in person without mm-hmm. going online. You had to go to an Apple reseller. so Right, and when you
0: live in a smaller community like we do, try to find an Apple reseller around. Yeah,
1: well, we've like, we mentioned before that we're going to get an Apple store in Grand Rapids. Right. And there is um, some well, Apple Com- repair place over in Kalamazoo. Right. But here in Battle Creek, there's nothing. Well,
0: no, but it used to be the nearest place you could go was Comp USA, and that's still an hour's drive away from here.
1: Well, actually, there was that one Apple reseller that we spoke about a couple weeks ago. Uh, out by how we say them all yeah and um i still don't remember their name <laughs> i feel bad about that not really uh i read uh oh by the way the uh oh you read the the tell on yeah it's interesting um there's a couple multimedia clips that you can listen to radio programs the guy's been involved in and uh where they really run down apple and really talk bad them and stuff which you know, if they've got a legitimate beef and it's a legitimate, legitimate claim, cool. Mm-hmm. But enough of that. Speaking of beef, as big as beef as what you had with Walmart over their beef. Oh yeah, did you read my blog about the? <laughs> yes, beef? I did. Whew. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about or Chad's talking about, go to mymac.com and uh, what is the name of it? The crap meat. It's crap the name of the blog. Crap meat. Yes. Can you tell I wrote that pretty late <laughs> yeah, last night? I did. <laughs> uh, go ahead and you can read that blog. It's just basically that I, I got some hamburger or ground beef at Walmart and uh, it, it literally stinks when you cook it I just couldn't believe how bad it is but go go to com, read about it leave a post, leave some comments coming up after the commercial break from our sponsor SmallDog.com, we're going to have the first ever Go ahead Chad MyMac.com podcast contest and the podcast contest is actually called the Apple Quiz we're going to play four clips from four different Apple commercials of the past, or maybe the present, and all you have to do is send us an email at contest at mymac.com, correctly identifying whatever product Apple is trying to sell in that commercial, and from all the winning entries we get, we're going to draw a winner. Uh, More details up after the break. Most websites are only there for you to buy something.
0: Save, save, save.
1: At smalldog.com, well, they're happy if you buy something, but that's just half the story. Take a walk around smalldog.com and you'll find the inside scoop on Mac products and lots of helpful how to's for beginners and experts alike. Digital photography and graphic design, music and sound, small business, and more. From iTunes to InkJets, Apple to Ziff. SmallDog.com so you can love your Mac more. High technology at low prices. SmallDog.com. And we're back. I feel so professional now. Now that we have a sponsor. Not just a sponsor. I, I, Did we have a, a commercial. A commercial? <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, I just, I, I can't say enough about uh, my appreciation of smalldog.com uh, sponsoring this podcast. Really cool. And for putting together a really great commercial, too. That is fantastic, yep. wasn't it? Yep. I know, how, I know who made that for them, because I, I talked to uh, uh, Small Dog Electronics about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I said this is a fantastic commercial, yeah. and it was actually created for the radio. Mm. So she, they sent this to me um, for the podcast, and she was like, uh, "I don't know if this would really be right for the podcast." And I listened to her. I said, "Are you kidding? That's, that's great! No, absolutely, it's yeah. great." Uh, okay, now. Why, Tim, I believe that was the music for our Apple quiz. Well, that's the one that we found that we're going to use. For, you know, It's like the 1950s sweeping the rug music. <laughs> Ladies, are you tired of sweeping the same old way every time? <laughs> With an apron that's like checkerboard blue. <laughs> that's just a wretched song. It really is. So, of course, I love it. Oh, it goes perfect. What this is, it's time for the Mac Quiz. That's my fake radio voice, by the way. Is it? It's time for the Mac Quiz. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to play for a chance to win a speakers a Fidelity One speaker system from Roger Sound Labs. I, I can't do that voice again. I, th- I think I hurt myself. Really? Yeah, I pulled something. <clears throat> or these jeans are too tight. One <laughs> of the two. Uh, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to play four, count them, one, two, three, four, four songs, or uh, sound clips.
0: And these are all from Apple commercials. And what we need you to do is tell us what
1: product Apple was selling with these commercials. All you have to do is write your answers in an email and send them to contest at mymac.com. That is contest. contest. At MyMac.com. And if you don't know how to spell contest, well, then you don't deserve to play anyway, so go away. Uh, okay, let's just get right to it. You're going to hear um, the actual s- sound clip, mm-hmm. followed by a little bit of our intro music to kind of yep. space them out a little bit. And then uh, you can pause this, rewind it, back it up anytime, time, any times you want, try to figure it out what it is. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a hint. If you really want to know, jump on the internet, find all the Apple commercials... Download them all to your computer, it should only take you a few hours anyways, and uh, play each one until you find this clip in whatever QuickTime movie, Apple ad that you find. But anyways, let's get right to it. Here is the contest for Apple quiz number one.
0: A super fast, super quiet, super computer. But the remarkable thing isn't just what it can do. It's what it can become. Because the
1: entire Pentium
0: Notebook world has just been flattened. You are about to witness a revolution in
1: high-performance technology. So there you go. That is the first uh, ever Apple quiz here at the MyMac.com podcast. If you think you know what the answers are to those four, send us the email to contest at MyMac.com. The first one doesn't make a difference because this isn't a live broadcast. So what we're going to do is everybody who sends in the right answers, we're going to throw them in a hat and pick the winner at random. Of course, you do have to have the right answers to get your name in the hat to begin with. Uh, If you want more details on the actual rules and regulations of the contest, check out the earlier post. MyMac announces our first podcast at MyMac.com, and it will be part of the show notes as well. And once again, we'd like to thank Roger Sound Labs for donating the Fidelity One speaker system, which we're giving away for this contest. Please make sure you visit our show notes for this uh, podcast for more information on the prize, the Digital Fidelity One speaker system. And a link to Roger Sound Labs. You can learn more about these really, really nice sounding speakers. I, Unless you've spent a lot of money on your speakers right now, uh, I guarantee you, you want to win this and get these speakers because they sound better than the speakers you probably have. And if you have an iPod, just imagine plugging actual headphones. Uh, speakers right into it, which you can do. I don't think a lot of people realize that. Mm -hmm. That's what I do in my kitchen when I take my iPod in the kitchen. I plug in the uh, computer speakers that I have set up in there right into my iPod, and it plays through. Mm. So, again, thanks to Roger Sound Labs for the the goodies for you guys. It's not for us. It's all for you. And we're going to do this again. We're going to announce the winners on next week's show. So if you uh, participate, come back next week and find out who won. And I don't know if we're going to have another contest next week or the week after. I mean, I don't want to turn this into the contest show. Uh, we'll announce it. We'll announce it. But I can say if you don't win the speaker system this time around, we are giving away another pair. So that's cool. Yep. Pretty cool, man. All right. What else we got going on today? Uh, how about talking about speakers? How about some music? Oh, like what kind of music? Downloadable music? Yeah, like downloadable music.
0: Yeah, I uh, caught an article about uh, changes in the industry that possibly are looking at, uh, some of the music labels are looking at increasing the price of the downloads. And uh, what they're doing is they're looking at the the success that Apple's had uh, with the iTunes Music Store, and uh, if anybody's keeping up with it, they've basically reported, Apple has, that they've had over 300 million downloads, which is pretty impressive when you consider it's 99 cents a song. Now, granted, that doesn't necessarily translate into almost $300 million because you can download an entire album for less than it cost to buy every song on it most of the time. But still, that is a lot of music, that's a lot of downloads, and that's still a lot of money. But, um, one of the problems that might come up with this is, for one, no one really knows how mature the market is for, uh, downloadable music. I think Apple's basically just got out,
1: been the first one out of the out of well, the, the first very, successful one. The first successful one. Yeah, yeah. and for everything, that every song that's sold online, it I think it accounts, I read, for 2% of all purchased music. Mm. So the record companies, out of all their revenue, coming from online, either iTunes, which is probably where the vast mm-hmm. majority is coming from, or anywhere else, mm-hmm. 2% of their business. And at 99 cents a song, that's just not good enough for them. Yeah. Well... What kind of gain do you think they'd get out of this? Oh, they. It, number one, I don't think that a price increase at this stage of the game mm-hmm. is going to help them at all. And I've read reports where people are worried that this will send people back to illegal downloads. Hmm. I'm telling you right now, that's exactly what will happen. Right. I've got 11 free songs coming from iTunes right now, from the Pepsi Cap contest. Yeah. I haven't redeemed them yet. I've got 11 songs. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I don't like because that should, I should be able to buy a whole album for that, but these are per song. So, if, yeah. you know, if there's 12 songs in one album, I can get 11 of the songs. I can't get mm-hmm. all 12. I hate that. It should That should be worth, like, 11 bucks. Well, I'm not a big pop drinker or Pepsi drinker.
0: I wasn't exactly sure how the actual contest or the giveaway worked. I didn't know whether
1: that would just accumulate in your yes. iMusic store account. Yep. Or whether, Yep, every time I won... Mm-hmm. I would enter that code in mm-hmm. and it would pop up right there and it would tell you how many songs that uh you have and I've got 11. Mm. Um speaking of Chris Sebold again, um because he is homeless, he sees a lot of uh empty bottle cans that's kind of how he lives mm-hmm. and he would find all these uh winning iTunes things and he would give them away on our website. And the first person who actually, you know, got to our website and saw the the promotion code and entered in the air, <laughs> iTunes, they would get the free song. Didn't do Chris any good. I mean, he doesn't own a computer and he's homeless, so what's he going to do with the song? Right, exactly. So he'd just give them away. But I think this is just another example of the uh, music industry just uh trying to gouge the guy, and, the little guy. Yeah, I could understand if, if the vast majority of this money was going to the artists who create the music. But it doesn't. Right, and if
0: anybody's read David K. Everett's, uh, review of the music industry that was posted a couple week a uh, week or so ago yep on the mymac.com website
1: you'll find out what the average artist actually gets yeah it's disgusting it sure is it's good old music industry I guess you know we're not going to get hired or uh, signed by any major record label anytime soon no anyways how about uh, old mr. Bill Gates Sir Bill Gates sir Bill Gates or he can't use that can he? Cause no, because actually unnatural... he, yeah he's not a British no. citizen Bill Gates was knighted, uh, I believe, yesterday. Might have been today. Yesterday or today, he was he was knighted by the Queen of England. Um, let me see. We wrote some notes down here. He will become a Knight Commander of the Most Excellent Order. What is this, Bill and Ted? <laughs> excellent. Hey, Bill. That's <laughs> well, Bill and Ted. That's
0: true. It be a knight Commander of the Most Excellent Order. Yeah.
1: Alright, Queenie <laughs> Uh blah blah blah. The honor dates back to nineteen seventeen. Uh although monarchs have been creating knights for hundreds of years. But you know he's a knight commander. Okay, you know what that means. Mm. That means England's got to declare war on someone, and Bill's got to charge. <laughs> Give him a little sword. Charge! Get
0: him! <laughs> Actually, Tim, we have a clip from the knighting ceremony right here.
1: You told us Windows 98 would be faster and more efficient with better access to the Internet. It is faster, over five million... They got him. <laughs> no, we, we love Bill, because if Bill's listening, Bill has the dough. And uh, as much as we love smalldog.com and are probably going to join us next week, uh, new sponsor, hey yep. Bill, million bucks, the MyMac.com podcast is a Microsoft dishing PR machine. You bet. Hey, all your employees use iPods and probably listen to us. Yes. You know, I guarantee you there's someone at Microsoft right now listening, just cracking up going, dude, they they don't even know they're they're being played on the Microsoft campus right now. And uh, if you do work at Microsoft and you're listening to us, drop us an email. We will not give you away. And, uh, you know, just, hey, let us know that you're out there. Speaking of contact information, and we really don't give this enough during the show. Yeah. If you want to contact us and you want to send us email, you can send email to either tim at mymac.com or Perry at mymac.com. If you want to record your own MP3 and send that to us, do so at, uh, we have a Gmail account. Mm-hmm. That's where you want to send that. It's mymac.com at gmail.com. I know that's it doesn't sound you know, too many dot-coms in there, but mymac.com at gmail.com and we will play, you know, most likely your MP3 file right here on the show. I'm taking a drink, so you got to talk for a second. All right. Well, you know, just a little aside for another CEO. I'd like to say congratulations
0: to Steve Jobs, not because I'm a butt-kisser, a butt but because it is pretty impressive that he has reached, <laughs> for the 20th month in a row, he's been the top-ranked CEO in the Forbes CEO Approval Tracking Poll. And uh, last month, February... <laughs> <laughs> he had a he had an approval rating of ninety five percent. So that shows some pretty strong leadership. I think uh, when you're being judged by your peers, <laughs> like the folks at Forbes magazine, that's a pretty impressive ranking, especially when I you do it for twenty you. months.
1: I love you. Steve. So
0: congratulations to Steve Jobs.
1: We love you. You're our best friend.
0: <laughs> Listen, that's it for the podcast this week. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>
1: it's only twenty six minutes. Steve, we love you 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 should be knighted steve because you're much more excellent than bill all right once again we want to thank our sponsor smalldog.com and our for supplying the uh prize for our, our first annual mac quiz we want to thank roger sound labs thanks a lot everybody make sure you take a look at the show notes But as we leave, we want to uh, bring on a quick interview that we conducted with Chris Sebold. And, uh, Chris, how you doing, buddy? Listen, I have irritable bowel syndrome, okay?
0: Well, okay, then, we'll let you go and uh, take care of your business. Sorry to bother
1: you, Chris. Yeah, sorry, dude. What the heck are you guys doing? Trying to ruin my life and make me look like a friggin' idiot? No, really, We're, we're We're sorry. Uh, This this is uh, Tim Robertson and and Chad Perry. See ya. See ya. Bye.